What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. everyone i'm rob from movie geek and proud and it's ryan from radical retro rewind all right so this is sort of a end case i guess to close up our crossover event of it takes two and parent trap uh as advertised earlier in the week we both reviewed our respective movies on our specific podcast now we are joining together once again to highlight the women of the hour the two fiancés slash almost step wicked stepmothers and that is Clarice Kensington from It Takes Two and Meredith Blake from The Parent Trap so I'm representing Clarice Kensington and I have the unfortunate duty of representing Meredith Blake (laughs) well not only are we sort of seeing who is the meanest the cruelest the baddest but we're also highlighting how fierce and funny and also very iconic these two characters are in their respective movies (laughs) and how the gays in particular remember them till this day so ryan highlight meredith blake in 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 a way and and what are some of the shadiest stuff she did in in your movie to recap god rob i feel like i have such a challenge here because once you view or review it takes two your girl she is a beast so okay (laughs) meredith 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 you may remember her from her white hat mysteriously hiding herself until she is revealed as the condescending 
sassy future stepmother of the Lohan, as I like to call her. Her evil do deeds, it's her evil dudes, that's right, because she's probably got a few men too. Her evil deeds include bringing a bell. <laughs> now, once you start listing off Clarice's evil dudes, the fact that this lady's bringing a bell to summon... <laughs> Cheesy, as I like to call her, but her name was Chessie. Chessie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She brings a bell, so she's bringing that level of energy right away that you're a servant to me. I don't care that you're a family friend as well as a helper to my daughter. No, I'm bringing a bell. You're going to be summoned when I ring this bell, and whenever I ring something, you're coming. If that is not pretentious, evil... I am better than you attitude. I am a rich lady. Oh, I I'm actually laughing having to do this, Rob, because I have so many good ones for your lady that I am not going to bring up unless you forget to mention. <laughs> that, because no, that's I don't totally, even know where to begin. This woman totally is fair. evil. That's totally fair. No, with the bell Clarice. thing, I mean, that is very disrespectful on a human level. I, I'm surprised that that sort of like antic or or gesture or even like a command even works today so like that movie when did that movie take place 98 so in 98 yes. we were still using bells to summon people like where do you think she lives i i mean that's not even a i don't even know if that's like only a rich thing like it seems like a rich like like international thing but it's like who would still do that to another human being to summon people with a bell like that is just so heavy on the disrespect it's definitely used to highlight i i hope at that point at 98 that it, she's this creature but yeah i mean rob i always dreamed of using a bell when i had a sore throat and i was sick as a child to ask for some like soup or something i never like this is the how i would equate a bell yeah she's ringing that bell like quasimodo meredith yeah <laughs> yeah i think that was definitely pretty harsh i mean i it doesn't matter how rich you are you, i just, it's weird when you're in a in a plate but i guess that's the etiquette way because to be proper and to be you know like of of some high standard you don't yell you know, women don't yell. They don't speak of, of high volume and, and, you know, unless you're saying off with their head, that's pretty much the only time you yell. But like women don't yell. So we so this is how we call people. You know, we didn't have cell phones back then and all that stuff. But that's the thing. It's an old timey gesture. It's not something that you do today. It's it's yeah. What was that movie? Wasn't it Cinderella where Tremaine would pull on a string and it would ring a bell all the way in the kitchen or whatever? Like, that's for back in the day. You don't do that today. And, he, and this man allowed it. He was like, yeah. yeah because we, if we remember, she brought her own bell. She literally brought a box over that afternoon like it was a gift. So she went and bought herself a bell. <laughs> yeah. So, and I want to say that she gets it from her mama and her father because we see at one point Meredith's father is okay with whatever happens as long as they get that money. So they know that they're going to get their daughter locked down with this rich millionaire. So she gets it from her parents. This is a whole family of people you do not want to associate. These are these stuck up, seeking money people. I mean, there she's well off in some regard. But you could totally tell that there are these people that are chasing money. They want more money. They want their family to have more. They want their daughter to have more. And I will give it to Meredith. I think the only way that I can win this argument 
argument is her style because if it's yeah, based on style, on Meredith might win. No, her fashion was on point. She looked so good, even down to her camping gear. She looked good. Like anytime she put on an outfit, she wore it to the nines. It was yes. She looked great throughout this whole movie. And both women drop the bomb of boarding school to the respective girls in their movie. So they're on the same, they got the same ideas going. But I will say Meredith is a little more sneaky with how she goes about her sass. I feel like Clarice is just instantly nasty and reads it on her face. So it also makes you wonder how the father in your movie went along with her so easy. Because it seems like she's just being nasty in front of him and in various sorts of ways. I will say Meredith at least is a little more, she's a little more calculated. Yeah. No, I hear that. (laughs) Didn't you catch Meredith listening to R&B when she dropped by the house? (laughs) I was like, oh, you be kicking it at the clubs. That's how she gets down. She be kicking at the clubs. I love it. I love it. Yes, boarding school is usually the epitome punishment for any rich child is that they'll be sent off and never see their family again. But the other things that I noticed was the you know like you said the parents were definitely like she's a product of gold digging parents for sure and um the, this boarding school was in Timbuktu by the way yeah she picked the furthest of the furthest boarding schools but it's that sheer ultimatum of being like get rid of your kid or I leave you no you don't do that to just be like choose me between you and your kid like no that's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen but what the balls on her to do it though the balls and it started with the bell i think yeah 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 (laughs) no meredith blake is awesome i think she's so fierce she is hilarious she was given those one-liners like crazy she had her gay henchmen on her she's known as the ice woman and also a nickname to her is cruella those her diggers so she earned them perfectly do you think one or the other had more to work with as with their evilness. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, so if we're talking about Clarice Kensington and if Kensington doesn't scream a pit, like uppity and privilege and snob, I don't know what does Kensington. Oh, oh God. But compared to the uh, two women, though, uh, Clarice wasn't really in the movie as much as Meredith. Meredith had more yes. of a hands on experience dealing with these kids. There were multiple pranks put on her. Her and a lot of sass between um, her and Lindsay Lohan's character. She was more involved with trying to make sure Dennis Quaid didn't leave her. And Clarice was just sort of under the radar. I mean, like you said, it was blatantly clear that this woman was evil. So there wasn't really any reason to have her have multiple scenes right. with her showing this because it was clear they weren't right for each other. They concentrated more on the love story that was being created because Parent Trap already had that solidified. So we needed that to be created yeah clarice though when she hits she hits like there are so many scenes in this movie where she lays it down as the most despicable person let's start with how insanely rude she is to the the folks who work for the Callaways, especially to good old Vincenzo. I just remember I texted you when you were watching this. I was like, listen for that Vincenzo. Because <laughs> I she- thought I had it on lock. Well, if you listen to the parent trap, I had at the point, spoiler alert, with podcasting, some things, sometimes it 
it's not exactly in order. So I was sure rewatching this. Oh my God. I was not ready for her level of Francesco. Yeah. Yeah. Francesco. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Clarice again is a woman who's not recognizable to much. And also people don't really remember it takes two as much. But the woman who plays her, Jane Sibbett, she is mostly recognized outside of this as Carol from Friends, who is Ross's baby mama. And she also played the lead woman and love interest to Herman from the TV show Herman's Head. That's where I remember her mostly from. Yeah, I loved Herman's Head. And yeah, her name was Hetty. And she worked for the (laughs) same company as Herman did. And they sort of had this like off and on relationship. But the woman is, is, is she just plays this character so well. And so, yeah, she's rude to all of the people that kind of work for the dad. And she also, she also goes through this moment of, um, where she's kind of walking around the house and she's thinking about redecorating. And while Alyssa is is hiding and she and she doesn't know that Alyssa's in the room, Clarice says this line, no mother no wonder your wife is dead. She had horrible taste. So she's mocking the dead. And like, wow, like what what a line. Like that's horrible. That's so rude. And then again she uses the boarding school threat. But here's the kicker. Twice, twice she attempted to hit a child. <gasps> At the end of the movie. Anyone she could get. At the end of the movie, she raises her hand, is in formation to slap the shit out of this kid for ruining the marriage, the the wedding. And when she couldn't do one child, she tried to hit the other. And I'm like, so it wasn't like a spur of the moment anger. Like, oh my God, I can't believe I almost hit a kid. No, she tried to hit a kid, failed, and then tried to do it again. In front of people, in front of everyone. She had no qualms about who saw it. She really raised her hand so high to slap the shit out of a kid can you believe it right it wasn't her axe that got her it was this children's fault that she ain't getting married yeah right i I could not i literally held my mouth over that and the part when she said about the mother oh god this woman yeah terrible 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 so a nickname that was given to her was calloway ghost (laughs) and for those of (laughs) the episode know the part that i'm talking about but clarice was definitely the epitome of the wicked fiance you you know, breaking up a family home, taking place of a mom. I mean, it was this very big cliche that we had back in Disney uh, in these live action films. And, you know, I totally get it. You know, for me, I don't particularly like roles like this because no matter how horrible they are, the men agreed to marry them. The men agreed to love them. And for some reason, they took them as they are. You know, it's not like they pretended or tried to hide their evilness. They were who they were from the beginning and these men didn't care. And now they should just get the short end of the stick and be broken up and left at the altar just because you can't you know handle it but you know we justify these parts because they're evil and it's like they get what they deserve but it didn't seem like both women were after the man's money you know like yes they wanted to continue that rich lifestyle that they're used to but who's to say that they didn't genuinely like their partners you know and i mean i don't blame them they in, in the two men that they picked but lord have mercy these are wicked ladies yeah they're very because so i mean they definitely justify the actions as to why they you know didn't win at the end but at the end of the day i think that they were both really screwed over royally by the greater good quote unquote and you know again if, if this was something 
they just discovered and, you know, we didn't know that they were, like, evil, then, yes, it would make sense if they are being deceiving. But, you know, they were both in true selves. These women did not care who they needed to step on to get to the top. I, I say do what you got to do. <laughs> but... I mean, we can clearly say who is the cruelest, meanest, bitchiest one of them all. I cannot deny it. Clarice Kensington, seriously. A thousand percent. I can't front. I can't. No, <laughs> she even did my number one thing, which was she hit the nose of when she met Amanda or um, uh, the Olsen yeah. twins character. She yeah. she did that little ooh kind of thing with the nose. No, that alone. <laughs> all right. So here's the ultimate question. Do you prefer the parent trap? or it takes two. Oh my god Rob. I will say that both are actually great on their own they both exist on their own I mean of course the comparison is there plot is almost identical in, in most ways but <sighs> I was sure I was sure that the parent trap was gonna win because well known it's it possibly filmed better because it was more of a high-budget movie. Definitely. Uh, and it, it is filmed beautifully, but I really enjoyed It Takes Two. <laughs> <laughs> nice. No, that's cool. I was unsure how I was going to come out of this because It Takes Two is a movie that is a little bit older and, and, and more forgotten within the next generation and whatnot. I see The Parent Trap on TV more than It Takes Two. Um, I'm sure it's due to their distribution and... And, you know, how often it mm -hmm. airs and whatnot. But it's it's not easy to just watch It Takes Two on TV, right? So Parent Trap has more of an exposure, which means it, it, it clearly has the better popularity. And it also involves, you know, a child actress who, you know, was renowned at that time, right? So, you know, Parent Trap definitely has its charm. I think Lindsay Lohan killed it. I loved her dual roles. Definitely the yes. budget shows in this with the cinematography, the fashion, and the one-liners. All of that work. There was a lot more involvement with the adult characters as well. Yes. But watching It Takes Two again, and yeah, many people may not know about the movie as much as the other one, but It Takes Two just has more of a grounded, earthy tone to it. I just think there's just a little bit more of a realism to it. it it's it's still a child's movie, but it's it's it feels more relatable than The Parent Trap. There's a lot of fantastical things that I think are enjoyable. You go to the movies to escape, but, you know, being on the boat for dinner and just all there, you know, both parents are rich and they just go through this highlight. There's something very grounded and real about It Takes Two that I liked about the script. And then again, the actors that were in it. I'm just, again, this screams more 90s to me than The Parent Trap does. And so mm. I appreciate It Takes Two more as the predominant movie. Poor Parent Trap. You know what, though? It gets its love. You no, only hear about the Parent Trap. Thank you. Parent Trap is good. Most people will completely disagree with me on this, of as course. most do. But I just like that. I just prefer that one. And having to say, I, I don't know if it's because, because we mentioned this on Movie Geek and Proud, but I really like the Olsons. I don't know if that has to do with it because we're, you know, we're both from the same generation and they we grew up with them in a way, you know? And Lindsay did appear later on, but it, I think it, that might 
might be half the battle too. It's like you have this almost relationship because the Olsons were everywhere in everything at the time too. So that might be it, but I totally enjoyed It Takes Two. Yeah. A lot, a lot. <laughs> well, since we put that to bed, now it is time for this summer camp and other tour to begin. Remember, starting January 2nd, this next Wednesday, it kicks off. I will be doing American Pie Presents Band Camp to start us off. And then the following Friday, Ryan is going to start his Crystal Lake Chronicle with the first Friday the 13th. I can't wait. I hope I brought enough to protect myself as we <laughs> venture out into these camps. You know, we're traveling to a few different camps ourselves so we gotta get packed and we gotta make sure we're ready for these movies and the the adventures are ahead my god there's gonna be a lot happening exactly exactly so you'll definitely hear me on his show a couple of times throughout this summer and he will be joining me on some of these summer camp uh, reviews as well so again look out for an episode each week Wednesday and Friday all the way through the end of August and yeah Yeah, enjoy your summer. Bye, radical ones. (laughs) You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.